Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. We're here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. The opening of one of these episodes. All right, yeah. we're back. Yeah. Welcome back to Christian Men Unscripted. Uh, last week, we talked about cussing like a sailor. So we're going to go continue on that path and talk about praying. <laughs> I'm Alan Underwood. I'm here with uh, John Harney and Seth Lazan, and uh, we are going to talk about praying. Uh, we um, last week we were in a hurry because we're very busy, but we still love doing the podcast, and we forgot to pray before we opened, and uh, we we're very upset about that, especially mm-hmm. John. And, <laughs> but I feel like um, it's a good thing to talk about because um, prayer. I, I've said it on the the podcast before. Prayer is something I skip quite a bit. And, uh, recently I've been more intentional, especially with my wife. We've been more intentional. Uh, we have been praying at night together and I make her pray and she doesn't pray out loud. And it's, I could tell it's been a little uncomfortable for her, but she does what wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, and then we pray in the morning before we go, I'll go off to work and I leave. We pray for our kids. We pray for our, our friends, our small group. And, you know, it's just, I, I, I feel so much better about my day. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, if it's the prayer or it's like I'm more content, connected to my wife. And I think that was like, we talked mm-hmm. about on, um, in January about, um, not resolutions, but you know, um, uh, goals for the year. And my goal was to be more intentional with my wife. And I feel like I've accomplished that through prayer. So, yeah. Um, also when you prayed to open this one, you went very long with the prayer and that's a good thing. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I appreciate it. I, wa- oh, I, I liked it. I felt. I, I <laughs> want to bring that up because I'm a jerk and an a-hole, as a <laughs> cousin like a sailor said. And when we're in church or if I'm praying with somebody and after about, you know, three minutes of prayer and they're still going, I lose focus. I mean, that's, that's. And is that wrong? Is that anybody else do that or is it just me? It's just you. No, no, that's true. I mean, a lot, a lot of times people will say if you pray more than 30 seconds, it's not, you know, people aren't focusing. Yeah. I mean, I was joking about your prayer. It was long, but it was good. And I did listen. I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I do catch myself at, at at our church. They pray in the middle of service. They we stop and we do intentional prayer. And it goes quite a bit. And I'm mm-hmm. good for about 30 seconds to a minute. And then I start thinking about uh, like, oh, I got to do this. I got to mm-hmm. get this for the basketball team and then I catch myself wandering and I go get and I refocus on the prayer again and I'm like am I a jerk for this or is this something that a lot of people do it's probably just me our minds are funny aren't they yeah no I get it what do you got on that I know you got something because oh yeah on the prayer thing like oh you know because clearly okay but I will not clarify that is what just happened is we talked about our last episode we're talking about cussing and all this stuff and we didn't we Normally, for anyone who's listening and maybe had never heard this before, but we pray before every episode, basically, mm-hmm. and we try to spend time in prayer. The three of us here prior to starting this, because we are trying to share that we are Christian men. We're trying to walk with the Lord. We're trying to grow. That was what the cussing episode last week mm-hmm. was a little bit about, was a work in progress. Yeah, but and, on a scale uh, of these things, Seth is best, John is second best, and I'm the worst. Yeah, I don't know about that, though. I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm below you if we were to scale it or right there. I think you curse more. We're not. Well, yeah, I might cuss more than you. Anyway, well, finish, in finish terms it. of growth, we're all we're all on, our, on, a, on a journey with the Lord, you know? Yeah. Thank that's you. A, that's the main uh-huh. thing. Thank you. But listen, prayer. I, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and it's crazy because you look at all this. This also is a conversation. I want to get back to the small group stuff you're talking about as well, not to uncover okay. anyone or emotional things or anything, but... um how that even came about. 
like when you're saying like starting to pray in the morning and stuff? Oh yeah. Um, the couples in our group, they were talking how they pray together and how it strengthens their marriage and stuff. And my wife and I looked at each other and was like, we don't do anything like that. And, um, I just decided one night that we're going to start and it works. It, it, I mean, it doesn't work. It's not like a magic thing. I mean, we still have a good marriage, but it, it helps. It helps our nights and it helps our days. Mm. And it also helps us understand what the other one's thinking of and thinking yeah. about, you know, cause we, we bring out like what we want from the day and what we want for the other person, which you might not have that conversation if you're not praying about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, that's what community is all about. I think, you know, learning yeah. from each other. Is there anything else you wanted from that? No, I, I, what I like about that is because of the fact that when you pray as a couple and stuff, and my wife have not, uh, my wife and I for years now, you know, but it is interesting that some people, they don't want to pray out loud, even though they, they're a professed Christian who spend time in prayer, but then you'll be in a group of people and, hey, can you pray? And, oh, I'd rather not. And it's like, we sure do mysticize prayer, right. don't we? And it's a, it's our God who wants a personal relationship with us, wants us to be personal with him and, and intimate with him. And you see so many examples in the Bible of yeah. Jesus going off and to spend time alone in prayer with God, the father, with just the examples of prayer. And I know we can all go into the Lord's prayer and stuff and as the example of how that could be structured, but we turn it into, it's much bigger than we think right the creator of the universe listening to us the fact that we can go to the very throne of the creator of all things and bring our petitions and supplications and prayers for others but it's also not as crazy seeming when you recognize you have a loving father Mm -hmm. who loves you beyond anything and wants intimacy just like that's why i always use our families as an example he gives us a family and you want your own children to be able to come to you intimately you want your wife what a neat thought that when you hear your wife pray out loud you're getting insight into what are her concerns and where's her soul at. So yeah, I think it's a pretty important topic because it's not as crazy as people think. Just pray, go to God in prayer, talk to God. Right. Should we title this episode praying like a sailor? (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, and I think about, you know, this, a lot of the Psalms are, you know, written out like prayers. They're very, they're very sometimes vulgar, sometimes violent, sometimes, eloquent and sometimes you know the most sweet thing you could ever hear um but it's all it's all the gamut of emotions that david and all the other you know people are are writing out these these prayers and these songs to be sung and that's something that that kind of resonates with me is that sometimes you can think that prayer is i have to have the right words to say Mm -hmm. and i have to know and sometimes you can listen to someone else pray and be like man that guy's got it that girl she's she's really close with god because she has all the right words to say right um, but that's not necessarily true, right? We, I think we, that's where I used to be. I'm like, people would pray and I'm like, oh, that's good. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm like the, the eighth graders. I have them pray yeah. sometimes after something. And they're like, we pray for a good lunch and we pray for, you know, we stay healthy and we don't yeah. get hurt PE and we have fun. Amen. I'm like, good. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's how I feel like I pray. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm not, and I know it's not, I, I exactly what you're saying. I know that I think just praying out loud and, whatever it is, is something that should be done. Go yeah. ahead and finish your thought. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's it. no, I appreciate, appreciate that thought. Cause, um, you know, if you, if you, if you're not used to praying or if you haven't like, you know, you prayed a lot, then you, mm-hmm. then it, the best thing to pray is just help me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus be with me. You know, like I want my work to go well today. Like those, you know, it doesn't have to be like super crazy or I want my wife or my kids to have a good day. Like those, you know, I, you know, some people might be like, oh man, you could have said something way cooler to mm-hmm. God, but that's, that's not something that 
is necessary. It's not not necessary to say all the big words. In fact, Jesus is like, don't you know? In, in Matthew, Matthew six, talks about don't just babble like mm-hmm. the pagans do. Don't just say all this crazy thing because you think you're going to be heard. Mm-hmm. But pray, you know, what he said in our Father prayer later on. I what you just brought up. So it's Matthew six. Yeah. I was trying to think while you were saying that, like, oh, where is it in the Bible? I would have to, I, you know, as much as I studied the Bible, I would have had to look, but I think it's right there in Matthew 6 as well, where that's exactly what he says is, our Father, he knows, God knows what you're going to pray for and ask for before you ever ask it. And so then there's kind of a, I guess, sort of a intellectual, philosophical question, then why do I even have to pray? But that's, again, a heart issue. He knows what we're coming to him for. We should be, we're called to praise first. Mm -hmm. Prayer is praise and thanksgiving. And in that supplication and praying for others and praying for our own requests and all these things. But that's kind of a lot of that with that example of prayer. But there, it's because God wants our heart. He wants us to want to be intimate with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that is right. Isn't that in Matthew six, that same portion where he knows what we're going to be praying for before we pray it. I think along that line is like, you know, raising kids and you want your kids to tell you something and you know the answer, but you want to hear it from them. Yeah, exactly. That I know, you know. Yes. So I I know what you're going to say, but I want to hear you say it. Exactly. And then when you say it, I feel much better about it. That's mm-hmm. kind of when you said that, that's the thought that came to my mind. I don't know if that's the right No, it's thought, exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 So that's along the lines. I know I'm going to go off topic about prayer, but like, you know, when you sin or you do something, you know, pastors and stuff say, he, he loves you like your father would, you know, and you feel bad if you sin, if you do something you're like, well, I, I feel guilty for what I did. And, you know, God's mad at me, this and that. But when our kids do something wrong, Am I mad? I'm a little upset, but I still love them mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what. So along those lines is, is he wants to hear us. He knows what we want, but he wants to hear us be genuine about it. Just like, yeah. so I, when I, when it comes back to being the father, I, I had a hard time grasping that like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it now. Like I love my kids. They could never do anything that would not make me love them. Yeah. yeah. So it took me a long time, like years, which is a couple years to understand that. And that makes sense about prayer as well. I love that you brought that up because I was sort of thinking that, but you clarified it. And it kind of goes along with the long lines with confession, right? First John 1, 9, we confess our sins. God is faithful. He's just. He forgives us those sins that we've confessed to him, named to him. But he also forgives us the sins that we can't even remember. That's that's implied in that same verse. And so people will, unfortunately, and I came from kind of a culture of this where it's like, that, that's our license to sin right there. As long as I tell God, because the word for confession there is basically, I agree that this is wrong. Like I recognize it objectively, God, that I can agree with you that what I just did was wrong. And so people use that as like a license to like, I agree with you, God, I'm going to go ahead and confess. So we're back in fellowship. So Mm -hmm. I'm good to keep going down this road. And it's not that it's, there's a genuine repentance as well. But you, Alan, saying that about the kids also made me think of that as well. So when, even in confession, it's the same thing, you know, your kid, (laughs) I love how you talked, you were uh, months ago talking about your daughter. I can't remember what it was, but when we were joking about the liar, liar, liar pants on fire stuff. Yeah. That's the only way I know her name. Yeah, I, exactly. Uh, Dude, we suck. But the, <laughs> the point is, she's a little child, very cute, by the way, and just a, a young teeny kid. But the point is, when you have your kids, exactly like you just said, Alan, too, where it's like, if I know that they did something, I just want them to admit it, one, with me, because I want them to have that intimacy and, and recognize it's wrong. That's the confession part, like the biblical confession that First John 1, 9 is talking about. But also, I really want them to have a repentant heart as well and not want yeah. to do bad again. And that's what God wants of us. And so I love the, the fact that God created us to have families and, and those families are kind of our example of our relationship with yeah. him. Yeah. 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 There was a, a couple of years ago, my son was trying to get uh, the 
milk. He was trying to pour it into a cup and, uh, you know, he climbed on the counter, got a cup, but he couldn't open the milk. And so he was like, dad, I need your strength. And, uh, you know, this reminded me about how Did much you call like, your wife I, over to do it. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, again, you know what? No. Babe. I, I was like, I'm busy <laughs> laying down. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. No, no, but he's, it was, it just kind of reminded me that like, man, that's, that is my relationship with God. I'm not, I'm not anything big in his eyes. I'm, I'm a child, you know, I'm, you know, his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His, you know, how far, you know, can he take our sins away from far as east is from the west? Like it's something that I don't even understand right. these things. Right. And, and as a, as our kids, like we like, Hey, don't do this. Well, they don't understand anything either, but they know that my son knows that I'm strong. He knows that I you know can take care of some of the things and he knows that I can, uh, that when he's hurt, he can come to me. And, um, and that's something for us, you know, our, our relationship with God is more of a, a small child to the creator because our understanding is so much is, is so limited compared to the vast uh, amounts of things that we have no idea about. Right. And so, um, you know, I kind of bring that up because for my son, like he, he just said that I need your strength. And that in essence is something that I pray to God, like, I need your strength. I, yeah. I need you to, to take care of some things that I, that I can't do on my own. For sure. And uh, so it's, it's, I just wanted to kind of bring that, like it's, it show it's a picture of my son needing, you know, relying a lot on me and how, and it, it was a picture of how much I need to rely on, on God. And, and, when it comes to confession, like my daughter, you know, she doesn't confess. Like I don't reward her for not confessing to something, you know? And, but when she does confess, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm so proud of you for telling me what happened in, in her experience as a child is different than, you know, when you're, when you're not confessing, your experience is that you're going to get consequences. Mm -hmm. But when you're confessing to your father, your experience is, you know, is embrace and love and, and care. And, um, and that's something that, that I try to kind of bring for my kids and bring with, you know, my, even remind myself that when I do mess up, when I do, you know, when I say unkind things or I, um, you know, exasperate my kids, uh, I want to make sure that they, that, that I remind, like remind myself that I'm not too far gone because I messed up, you know, on yeah. something. Um, and I, and I can come to God and say, Lord, I need your strength and I, and I'm, and I repent for saying those things to my kids or, you know, making them feel a way that they didn't need to feel in that moment and, uh, remind myself that he, he wanted me to come to him Yeah, and he's embracing me in that. So to kind of give a, a different perspective, it's same with friends, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with friends is like, you have a dear friend or a person that you work with or grow up with or whatever that scenario is. Mm -hmm. And if you do wrong by them, Something that offends them, something that messes up, take their, you know, you take the last, whatever, I don't know, the last cookie out of the plate of cookies that they were looking forward to all day mm -hmm. or whatever. That's a stupid little mini example, of course, like that's <laughs> ridiculous. But my point is when you then genuinely go to them and say, dude, that was me, I, your wife, you know, your wife, bro, had brought you some cookies and I saw it and it was delicious and um, that was all me. That's all me. But I also really do feel bad. Let me make it right kind of a thing. It's just more of a God doesn't require us to try to make it right. It's just a heart issue that he's looking for a broken heart, a contrite heart to use that term, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Did you eat that cookie downstairs? 
Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I, uh, is this a bad time? Unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. There yeah, was, yeah. it was pretty delicious. And I want to let you know, I love you and you're my friend. But I think I did eat it. I think what I do a lot, and I've probably done it a lot on the podcast is I put my foot in my mouth. I try and be funny a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's mostly it doesn't never. hit the beat. Yeah. It no. hit the mark. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, okay. No, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> but I do put my foot in my mouth and I'm like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you or this or that. Like yeah. Seth, over the last two years, I apologize. I didn't yeah, mean to offend you. a lot of apologies. <laughs> yeah. Seth. But I mean, I, that's where I, when I was thinking about a friendship, like I'll joke with people and I'm like, ah, that might be not great. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. You know, so doesn't I that suck when you do that? Rub oh. people the wrong way. I have a tendency to do that sometimes too. Yeah. yeah. Like especially with buddies' wives. For some reason the ladies <laughs> find me offensive sometimes. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> <Doesn't> make... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when they go into your bathroom, they're like, what the heck is going <laughs> hey, on here? That's all that'll be another episode is my yeah. bathroom. <laughs> my hey that'll be a fun episode john's yeah. bathroom episode okay what's going on but anyways bathroom? alan okay you're you need to apologize or, or do no better. i don't no i don't even know where i was going with that but i do yeah. you were talking about we were talking about family and then we're talking about friends and i think that's where i go wrong with my family go wrong all the time but like for friendships and people even people like when they bring other people around they're like what's wrong with this jerk <laughs> he thinks yeah. he's funny i always try and be funny i yeah. feel like that's maybe i shouldn't no, it's a pretty good quality. I like yeah, people who yeah. are funny, trying to be funny, you know, yeah, but that, you that actually hit it every once in a while. So okay. I'm going to give it to you. I'm not going to be mean. You're pretty funny most of the time. You're the only reason why I listen to our own podcast occasionally <laughs> is you right. making fun of Seth. Oh, I get, really? I get yeah. valuable insight from Seth wow. when I listen, and then I get hilarity from Alan. So that's the part I enjoy. Do you think right. it's funny, Seth, or no? I mean, is it hurtful? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I, when I, like when I drive away from your house. You know, I'm talking to the Lord, you know, through tears. And I'm like, Lord, why is Alan so weak? Uh, I'll pray about it. Yeah. And, uh, Something kidding. to pray about. Something see. to pray about. Mm-hmm. Right, where were we going no. with this? Uh, prayer. Oh, yeah. yeah that's prayer. Right. Okay, yeah. listen. I want to share a quick story. I want to hear more from you, Alan, on some stuff. But listen, let me share. You're before... going to have to give me uh, cues because I'm not sure what you want to hear. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> so I was sharing before we turned on the microphone about prayer when we all mentioned, like, we didn't even pray before the last episode and stuff. And I was sharing that I got this buddy, Skyler's at the gym and, and he's a pastor and a uh, awesome guy, you know? And so we were kind of talking about just how he has so much on his plate is what he was sharing. And I, I don't, I don't think he listens to this. So I, and I don't know if anyone he knows does. So, but the point is he was kind of sharing as a pastor of a larger church that sometimes it's almost overwhelming, like literally to the point of tears. And that's kind of what he was sharing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, because you're trying to do so much and you're trying to avail yourself to the Lord and you're trying you know, blah, blah. And so then I was kind of sharing. I said, gosh, you know what's crazy about that is we the spiritual warfare, the spiritual warfare thing is so real and even more real, as we've said in the last few weeks, for people in ministry that you get kind of your back against the wall feeling. And so that's where that Ephesians, you know, when it talks about spiritual warfare in the book of Ephesians, remember when we talk about the full armor of God and, and we were kind of discussing this, that there are some excellent pastors, including my own pastor, who have really broken all those components of the full armor of God down and shared why are they the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation, all these things. And so there's a neat biblical study in that for any listener, believer or not a believer, it is pretty cool to read in that in Ephesians. But remember, that's a response to the spiritual warfare, the fact that there is unseen warfare that we discussed over the last few weeks. And so when we start talking about what is just the most um, objective way to look at it, this is what my buddy Skyler and I were sort of talking about was If I were to share like the full armor of God, how can I, am I doing it? And how can I just practically, not the big, deep theological and doctrinal discussion on what is the full armor of God? Okay. Which is very valuable, very important. 
Am I genuinely, personally taking the time every single morning? Are you as a pastor taking a step back with all this stuff, all the pressures of being a pastor, and just in the morning finding time, as Jesus did when he went off alone, to just spend time with God in prayer? That is part of the Mm -hmm. full armor of God when it talks about that. Are you intentionally saying, okay, God, I I know you're there. I know you're real. I, I want to be in your presence. I need to be in your presence like a child in the protective presence of their strong dad who can open the jar in the kitchen kind of a thing. <laughs> Am I doing that? That's part of that full armor of God. Am I genuinely putting it on and then opening the Bible, spending a few, even if it's a few seconds, a few minutes. I know we talked about in yeah. the beginning of this episode, I, you know, 30 seconds, your mind starts to wander. Yep. Mm-hmm. I understand that sometimes, but like you can get better at that yes. and spending time with God. And if you got to wake up a little earlier, yeah, yeah, I know you give me the look, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. are we doing it? Can we practically do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's the key as a, you know, it's a, what do you, when you just, it takes 30 days to, what's that say? The development of a De- habit. A habit. Yeah. yeah. And if you could just get in that habit for 30 days and I, I haven't been there yet. I, I'm good for two or three and then mm-hmm. I sleep in one day and I'm, you know, and mm-hmm. two days off and then I get back to it, you know, but yeah, develop that habit is what you're saying. What is you wanted to get into more with me real quick? Just kind of on that, because prior to yeah. turning the, uh, Prior to turning the microphone on, that's what we were talking about. Was, Man, you guys, we didn't pray on that one. And then we sort of were discussing, you sort of shared some of that about praying with your wife and the intimacy. I mean, you kind of already have, right? you know, but just the general praying throughout the day. And- oh, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I, we talked about it on the podcast. I, I like, I'll get up and I'll, I'll take my dogs for a jog or a walk. And like, usually when I'm walking or jogging, that's what I'm doing. I'm praying. Or if I'm driving in the car, I'm, you know, and it's, I don't even know if it's praying. I'm just kind of having that conversation in my head, especially if I'm by myself or with the dog. But um, in my head, I'm praying like, oh, you know, watch out. Please, please uh, protect my children as they come and go from wherever they're going. Or I pray for my daughter that she becomes more involved in her her um, church. And, you know, it's a pray without ceasing type thing. Yeah. You know, praying out loud is something that I didn't like doing at first. I'm better at it. I'm more like an eighth grader than I am like Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay with that. I'm not ashamed of that anymore. I used to be. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know, what I'm, and then I'm like, and that's it, amen. But I don't care anymore. I just do it. So, mm. you know, that I, it, is where I'm at in my prayer life. Mm. I good. love that you brought up um, the prayer without ceasing. Here's what's interesting: is that hangs over my kitchen window, and I had to think like, what is the verse? I actually had to look it up just now. I know it's Thessalonians, but I was like, what is first First Thessalonians five? Yeah, and it literally hangs over my kitchen and for like 20 years. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, I look at that every day. Wait, what verse is that? (laughs) Without ceasing is a, that literally means just continually in all things. And I look back when I was a younger kid as a Christian and I felt like sometimes I felt like I had a more intimate relationship, a more very informal, probably disrespectful prayer life, if you will, where I just kind of felt like I was constantly talking to God, but we're called to do that. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what we're trying to share on this episode is yes, you can, there's a reverence for our God, our creator. There, That is, there should be a healthy fear and reverence in the most respectful yet loving way, recognizing yeah. that he loves us. But that prayer without ceasing brings it back to, I should genuinely in all things, big, little, whatever, pray to God, not just asking. You know, isn't that funny? Yeah. We all just go to God and just ask for stuff. Yeah. That I find myself doing that all the time, forgetting yeah. the the parts like in Philippians 4 about thankfulness and supplications mm-hmm. and, and, um, praising God. We should be praising God. Like it's a beautiful day. Yeah. I've, you know, I love the way gravel sounds under my feet as goofy as that sounds. Yeah. I'm just saying I should be praising God for these little things, but I find myself going to mm-hmm. God, just like you just said, 
constantly praying for my kids, but like mm-hmm. in a, in almost an, like a, an idolatrous way, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm way putting them on a bigger pedestal than yeah. I should, you know? Yeah. No, I, that actually reminds me because, you know, sometimes I, you get in the same thing, you know, even, you know, I, that's what you kind of grow up in is just saying, you know, I, you know, God, please help me with this. Please help me with that. Help them. I want this. Can I jump higher? Cause I want to dunk, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah. thing like that. Yeah. I've had that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like that was something that I, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you kind of get in that, like, Hey, there's this a uh, verse. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm serious. I was I was praying to jump high. Second to catch that, you definitely yeah. can't dunk, y'all. No, I can't. I can touch the rim though. Um, Both of you. Yeah, I can. You I can, can touch the rim. I can touch anyway, the rim. Go finish yeah. your dunk. All right, but uh, uh, I yeah, was uh, put my foot in my mouth again. No, <laughs> we used to play basketball after work, and I yeah. was good. Alan, Alan can share that later. <laughs> yeah. Real good. You ever watch a football player play basketball? That's why he used to say, "It's yeah. like a football player playing basketball over here." I'm like, bro. Yeah. I'm like the best one on the court. I'm We've kicking my own. Seth yeah. long enough. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's funny. Um. Uh, so as I was saying, <laughs> asking God to dunk. Oh yeah. Yeah. God. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you hear those stories about God, you know, like, Hey, you need to, you know, continuously ask God for those things like the widow. And, and I think it's Luke six or something who maybe, I don't know, but, um, she's going to God, she's going to the judge and the, and the judge just gets like, all right, fine. You can, yeah, I'm annoyed with you. So do this. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just annoy God enough mm-hmm. to where he'll answer my prayer and I'll be able to dunk. Um, but I've asked for the Browns to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Never have yeah. that. Stop asking. Maybe answer. that'll happen next year. <laughs> I did stop. Uh, <laughs> Still didn't happen. Uh, no. It's okay. The Browns will never win. Um, so um, as I was, uh, no. So the point is, is that, um, what was the point? Uh, <laughs> that we, okay. Look, Chip Ingram shares it this way. He says a lot of times, we look at God like he's this genie or this vending machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. We look at him like a vending machine, like we're going to pick, you know, mm-hmm. D5 is I can dunk. Yeah. You know, E7 is the Cleveland Browns finally win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And it's like we're thinking we mm-hmm. can just treat God like a magical vending machine. Yeah. When he's a real creator with real interest. I think you yeah. were kind of yeah. going down I, that road. I was getting I was getting there because it's not that, obviously. It's uh, you treat it. We treat him that way. That's what we've, we've kind of learned. That's, you know, even when you, pre- you know, train your kids is like, Oh, you know, I'm trying, you know, to do different things. Um, but as a kid, I was, I was, that's what I was, that's how I prayed. Um, but I just recently came across this, this app that was like a guided prayer, you know, app. And they said, Hey, let's take, you know, take a moment to love God. Um, and they would say, Lord, I, I love you for the sunshine. I love you for this. And I was like, you know what? I want to, I'm going to start doing that more. And, and just to, you know, to turn back and praise God for the things I enjoy. Like I want to, you know, say, I love you for the sunshine. I love you that there's not as much rain here as there was in Michigan. There's no snow. Like, I love, I, I love you for these things. I love you for this convert, this conversation. I love you for, um, you know, the, the podcast and, you know, the Bible readings that I do. I love you for all these different things. And and so I just, I just really enjoy, uh, I enjoyed learning that just recently, just to kind of just say like, I love you for these things and just start, um, a different kind of prayer, but also to continuously talk about, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling that way. And, and not just be like, George changed me from feeling this way, but like just share our lives with God and, um, you know, to have that, that different kind of relational intimacy. Cause if I don't share anything with my wife, like oh, I'm not feeling this way, or, you know, if I don't, I don't share any of my feelings, like she doesn't feel close to me. You know? And so there's, there's the, the time that you're giving, but also the quality of time that you're giving, um, to your spouse, and I think you know, it translates to our even our prayers. What kind of quality of time are we giving? Right. Nope. Mike, you got anything else, John? 
I mean, I, I do love the topic of prayer. We could talk about it quite a bit because it should be such a extremely important part of our lives, our relationship. Yeah. I, I got a buddy, his name's uh, Pastor Adam Nathanson. He's part of a prayer seminar group that he goes around and teaches full seminars on that. And it's amazing. So I don't know. I just, the point is there's so much to it, you know, yeah. but, but and it's, I think, just uh, do it. Just talk to God. Yeah, and just to wrap it up for me, uh, as I don't know if you call me a new Christian, but I feel like I've been a Christian for a decade, but really someone who practices, practicing Christian, is that a thing? Just growing, just yeah, coming growing. to a different yeah. phase in Prayer life. Prayer was not like something that I did and I'm doing it a lot more and it has really changed, changed yeah. me. God is, you know, working mm -hmm. through me because of prayer. So That's I'll wrap good. it up on that. If anybody else, anything else? Uh, I was just going to say that for us, sometimes, you know, when we first become Christian, you know, we, God's in our heart, but grandpa's still in our bones. Um, and uh, so a lot of the stuff that we've I really like everything that. Seth says when he does stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's from a, a Mostly Healthy Spirituality uh, book. Ah, um, so He's a reader. A reader. Yeah. Uh, so, but so it's a good reminder. Than... You know, there's there's a lot of practices we needed to put in place so yeah. that we don't, yeah. um, that we grow into being more like God. And one of those practices is praying. And... Make prayer more of a daily habit in your life. More of a moment by moment. Pray without ceasing. Thank you for bringing that one up, Alan. Pray mm -hmm. without ceasing, dude. Yep. That's a, yet another thing. Try to stop cussing. Try to watch some so much garbage. We're sort of on a couple first couple months of the year theme of yep. do better. Do better. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think we should do better. All right. We'll wrap it up. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job.